Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Work Alchemy podcast series on impact, talking with entrepreneurs and organizational leaders who contribute to building a more cooperative and positive future. I'm Ursula York, the host of this series. I'm a mentor to business people who want to have a positive effect on the world around them, building strong businesses by creating value for their clients, team members, and the larger world. I am so passionate about sharing with you the stories of entrepreneurs and leaders who have impact. They're inspiring and energizing role models. I hope you use what you learn here to be inspired about what you can do in your business and beyond. For ongoing inspiration and support to get clear on your impact and put it into action, enter your name and email at workalchemy.com. Today in this podcast series on impact, we have two guests, Carrie Bober and Dr. Kelsey Latimer. Carrie Bober is an award-winning graphic designer whose designs have been featured on Made in America with Diane Sawyer and have also been inducted into the Smithsonian Natural Museum of History. Carrie has a furious passion for creativity ever since she was young, as she was known to draw on her walls as a child, using them as her canvas. I love that. She later was formally trained and studied at the prestigious Rhode Island School of Design and graduated with a BFA in graphic design from Plymouth State University. She makes her home in Asheville, North Carolina with her two Russian blue cats and is a big kid at heart. Hiking, camping, and playing in the Blue Ridge Mountains feeds her inner child so she can be as creative as possible. Dr. Kelsey M. Latimer is a licensed psychologist and earned her doctorate and master's of science degrees from the University of North Texas with a focus in child and adolescent development and neuropsychology. In her clinical work, Dr. Latimer works primarily with children, teens, and young college-age adults, as well as their families. Kelsey's work is largely focused on helping young people to develop healthy self and body esteem, while also assisting parents in reinforcing these skills in the home setting. She also believes in educating young people on important topics related to healthy self-image, including promoting positive body image, development of healthy relationships, understanding microaggression and bullying, and identity and values development. So welcome to the podcast, Carrie and Kelsey. Thank you. So though you both have uh, businesses in other areas, as I've just shared, you have worked together to create this wonderful new children's book, which is called Poofas, Popping In to Lend a Hand. Can you tell us a little bit about the book and what is it that drew you to create this book? Yes. Uh, so poofas are, they're actually positive thought bubble creatures that I created in my sketchbook. I, uh, about three years ago now, I was home visiting my family for Christmas and my niece, Abby, she was calling her brother a poofa. And I was like, what the heck is a poofa? <laughs> so I went, into my, I went into my sketchbook and started sketching these characters. Um, and at the same time, they just kind of took on a life of their own and rhymes started coming in my head. And, um, and that kind of was the start of the book. And, and I was lucky enough to join um, actually recently in uh, this past um, summer or early, very early summer, um, late spring. 
I saw, I mean, Carrie and I, we have our own story too. We should tell you because it'll just boggle your mind. We've known each other since basically birth. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I saw her on Facebook, um, The Power of Social Media, and I just looked through her feed and saw that she had this character um, and said, does this boy look shy? And so um, I was interested in that and you know, she was looking for some feedback from people. So basically I said, hey, Carrie, I saw that you you know, have this this character, what's going on? And so we started this little conversation and she said, yeah, it's part of a larger book that I'm doing called The Poofas. And um, I said, oh, well, you know, I, I work in pediatrics, so, you know, if you have, if you want to just send it my way, I'll take a look at it. Um, really just thinking, you know, that I would offer a, a, a I would pop in to lend her a hand, kind of like the, the poofas <laughs> pop in to lend others a hand, right. um, truly just to give a little bit of feedback. That was really my only intention. And um, when I picked up what she had, I, I, I just instantly fell in love with it and could not stop thinking about it. So she did not ask for this. I mean, I was only supposed to give her a little bit of feedback and then I think it was within 24 48 hours it was really quick I couldn't stop thinking about it and I had just added a bazillion ideas that she probably didn't even want and just said <laughs> hey um, you know I know you didn't ask for this but I'm giving you um, all of this feedback take it or leave it whatever you want and the rest is kind of history we ended up just really meshing together and recognizing we had a very special kind of connection we've always had with each other and now we can bring um, each of our unique sides you know and our strengths to support each other and it just really took off from there and she's been so kind to I said to her you know Carrie I can't stop thinking about these poofas I just think this is going to be amazing and you don't understand how much this is really going to help kids I would love to be a part of this. Can I take on a larger role? And Carrie being, you know, the gracious, awesome person that she is, <laughs> was like, yes, I'm so open to, you know, seeing where this can go. So the rest is, you know, again, kind of history and just blossomed from there. That sounds great. I, I mean, your collaboration has clearly come together in a really organic way. And even though yes. you knew each other before, it's the... It's that social media connection that uh, piqued your interest and really led you to to working together. Is is the what's the age range that the book is intended for? Is it really young kids or? Yeah, it, I would I gave it a five to seven, but Kelsey has also said it would work for children up to ten years old. And okay. Kelsey, you work with kids on that manner, so can you explain? Why you think that? I do, yeah. When I was looking at it, I was just thinking, you know, the a lot of times when when young kids, if you ask them, you know, what's going on in your mind, and you ask them, what are you thinking or what are you feeling, it can be really challenging for them to um, to hear their own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if you're not able to identify the thoughts, then it's very challenging to figure out what to do. It kind of ends to this kind of stuck point and stopping point. And so um, I was telling Carrie, I said, this is absolutely brilliant because what these characters do is they really allow a way to first have an external point of view, like what would Spotty Dottie say? Or what would, you know, light bulb Larry say in this situation. That's so much easier, I think, for a kid to um, to understand and be like, oh, yeah, well, I know what light bulb Larry would say. You know, he would really push me in this direction. Um, and so 
that I think is 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 great really for honestly for a lot of different ages I could even see some of my teenagers using this and Carrie and I personally use this in our own lives as adults um, but really I think that age range certainly can go upwards of 10 11 um, just as long as a kid has a creative mind it's going to work mm -hmm. and then you know what you want to see happen over time is those external messages become the internal message so you know spotty dotty is originally telling you this from the outside and then eventually you say it enough that spotty dotty's voice becomes your own voice so um, yeah, and that's and really what it's all about so each of the characters just for just for the listeners because yeah clarity book, so yeah, yeah. carrie do you want to speak to that? yeah i just wanted to explain there's 11 characters overall um and if you can picture a thought bubble uh there are these poofy fun-loving characters and they all look a little different um and they all have what we call a poof of power. So they all have their own strength. Like Smiley Riley is cheerfulness. And lighthearted Lulu is friendliness. And her thought bubble, she kind of looks like a heart. Uh, Smiley Riley has a huge smile on his face. Uh, and what they do in the book is as a kid experiences adversity, they pop on in like poof. And they kind of, this is more a therapist term, but they reframe the kid's situation. Kind of building confidence or, or helping out with different things to, to just make them feel better. Um, so you have superhero Sammy, and that one has a little superhero cape and has its chest puffed out, and it stands for courage. Um, brainstorm norm is creativity, and, and the list goes on. And you're really allowing kids to kind of look at those characteristics within themselves. And I know there's a part of the book, too, where they're encouraged to create their own story and bring in the characters that they um, uh, that, that relates to an experience that they're having and bring in the characters that they feel would support them. So it's really it's kind of in a it's pretty much an empowering experience for them to be able to do that. It's really skills. building. Yeah. It, yeah and it's. um that was the neat thing about our collaboration is I'm such a, a creative, creative side. But Kelsey was pushing me with like, well, why doesn't Smiley Riley have a huge smile? And uh, Spotty Dottie, maybe she has pom-poms. So she gave me the ideas to take the characters forward, and they're all unique. Um, and the book is interactive, mm -hmm. and that was also something that Kelsey had mentioned where um, after – an adverse situation a kid goes through, they're able, there's a page after where all 11 of, them, 11 of them are, and the kids can choose two of them and say why they would use them in that situation. So it starts um, getting them to think about how they would use them and just be creative and have fun with it. I remember as a kid, my favorite books were Choose Your Own Adventure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you remember those at all, where you could uh, choose your own, and I really love the interactiveness. And then at the end, it really drives it home. Um, where they can write their own story, so and how they would use these guys. That's great. I, what What are the important ways that you believe the book will impact uh, your young readers? Uh, I think giving them, I think giving them a visual of maybe their thoughts and being able to choose their thoughts and change um, something that doesn't feel good into a more positive in any kind of situation, whether it's bullying or being shy or help with homework. Kelsey, do you have any feedback? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think um, 
immediately, like I said, I was drawn to this and thinking, oh my gosh, this I know this is going to help kids. It's not, you know, can it? It, it is going to. And Ursula, you had mentioned the word empowerment, and I think that's exactly what it does is, you know, it, it helps um, it helps kids to feel empowered in situations where initially they do not feel empowered. You know, if there's um, if they have this overwhelming amount of homework and they're very stressed out, they kind of feel like there's nothing I can do. Or if they're feeling, you know, bullied or teased um, at school, they may feel that there's nothing I can do. And yet these characters come in and actually there's 11 different ones as, as Carrie was saying. And so not only can you just choose one, but you can choose many different ones. And so it really increases a sense of empowerment and in a clinical term we would call that the difference between um, internal and external locus of control. So, you know, an, an internal locus of control is how I can control a situation and the, the I do have a role in the outcomes of my life, whereas an external locus of control is all I can do is kind of wait for the world to happen to me. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us feel that way, not only as kids, but also as adults. We feel like, well, I guess, you know, this is just it. This is all I can do. And that's very disempowering and can lead to a lot of um, negative outcomes. So having these characters, I think, really pushes the sense of, no, there's a lot that you can do, and there's many different outlets that you can choose in any different situation. So I think it's going to be um, absolutely amazing. And like I said before, it's hard for a kid to, um, to come up with those things initially on their own, but if they have a character to base it off of, it becomes so much easier. So you know, and then they can be, they can start to own that voice for their own selves over time. So I think it's going to have a huge impact. Mm. That's great. I, one of the things that I often ask people about in these interviews is how do you feel that this book is a reflection of you and your values? And you can each speak to that. It's, it's something that I believe is really an integral part of having an impact. It's so much influenced by what you hold as important or valuable, like integrity and honesty and characteristics like that. Could you, could you both speak a little bit to how the book reflects who you are and, sure. and what you hold as important? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ursula, the book, I mean, it came to me with the name and then sketching the characters, but um, I just really fell in love with the process of the creation. Uh, as a child myself, I dealt with some, some stuff and some adversity. Um, and then basically some of my own adult healing process kind of paralleled the creation of this book. So to me, that was just it was so beautiful, um, the way that this all unfolded. And some of the things, like you were saying, integrity, um, I've just kind of always tried to be a positive person. And I think, um, you know, we have our moments, but it's good to try to... Uh, to be able to shift those. And I think um, as a kid also, I was talking to Kelsey beforehand, and I would always try, I would see somebody in a down situation and I would try to make them happy um, or seeing pain and wanting others to smile. But that was almost a little bit of a codependent thing, but as an adult being able to come into my strength and heal from some, some past hurts, um, just seeing the process of of that and just putting that into the book was was a truly beautiful thing and I, I hope that that gift that I received will be able to help others. Um, mm, it's beautiful. It just, thank you. Thank you. 
It really is, isn't it? Like every time I hear Carrie talk about this, I think, oh my gosh, like this is going to be so amazing because this does come from, I think in all angles, it's coming from, we're encouraging positivity, but it's coming from our own positivity and our own authentic selves. Like, you know, Carrie clearly brought those characters out based on wanting to be authentic and wanting to help kids, you know, based on some things that maybe she's gone through. And and I feel the same way when I joined this. And really, at this point in my life, everything that I do, I try to make sure is fully aligned with my values. I love that you talk about the word values, Ursula, because it is so incredibly important to recognize that everything you have your name on is saying something about you as a person. And um, so whether or not it's, you know, in this particular book or even in like outside of here, one of the things that um, I wanted to do was to develop a, a coach training business, you know, to be positive and it's called the Conscious Coaching Collective and it has to be, it really had to be authentic and it had to work and um, to lift up people. And so when I saw this opportunity to collaborate with, with Carrie, I thought, um, you know, wow, what another awesome, like authentic way to bring out our voice and to continue to help people. And, you know, I have my own story about things that have led me into wanting to help kids and wanting to help people because maybe at certain points in my life, I haven't felt all that empowered um, and, and would have benefited a lot from a coach telling me, hey, did you know, here's the language for this stuff. And so knowing kind of similar to Carrie, even though that we're in very different fields, I think what um, makes us such a great team is that it, at the base of it, our values are very much the same. That maybe, you know, knowing that we've gone through certain things in our lives, we can we can create change and um, not everybody has to go through those things when they have a language. And I personally see the outcome of that all the time. Like, for instance, when I work in the pediatric hospital that I work at, giving children a language for things, um, you know, whether or not it's helping them to identify you're in an unhealthy relationship or maybe you're in an unhealthy relationship with yourself, you know, it creates such a change so that they don't have to just find these things out over time, having made, a, you know, several more mistakes that maybe they're going to regret. So this is just an awesome thing um, that you can create an impact and you can, you know, follow your values and be authentic with it. I, it's awesome, um, and it, it's one of the reasons why I've slept very poorly lately because I can't stop <laughs> thinking about these awesome things and just wanting to work all the time because the stuff is so amazing. Well, um, your enthusiasm for the book is really coming through. It's great. Well, you've both talked about obstacles or, or issues that you've gone through and earlier in your lives. What are Would you be willing to share an aspect of that or an aspect of – problems that you've had to work through uh, in order to have this impact that you want to have. It's, it's something that I think is really valuable for people to hear because we sometimes see an outcome and it looks wonderful and, and you don't really have any insight into what a person had to go through in order to get to that point. So um, if there's anything you'd like to share about that as a way of just uh, uh allowing us all to kind of understand this process of impact further, that would be, that would be great. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's a pretty deep question. Um, and without getting into it too much, um, I've dealt with um, some traumatization and PSTD. I think we all have a certain number of maybe things that we go through in a childhood. And sometimes they're more intense than others for kids. Um, 
of people and lived with a certain, uh, it was more of a uh, family relationship kind of thing. I don't want to go into it too much because I've done a lot of healing and with those family members and today we're, we're very healthy. Um, but as a kid, it was really hard, you know, and it uh, created a lot of beliefs in me um, that I've had to reframe, basically, uh, and anxieties that I've had to work through. But it all, you know, when we can overcome something, it makes us just stronger. Um, and basically, when I was talking about paralleling this healing journey, I'm, I'm 37, and I've been working with a coach for a couple of years, and my inner child through this whole process has just, I feel like it's part of the creation of this. Um, so it's just been a really beautiful thing. And when I was working on this, um, what was different it was I was giggling and I was laughing and, I, and the journey of the process, the creation was just um, just so much fun. And I feel like my the inner kid in me was just really um, just exploring through it. I don't know how to say it. but Let's just say there was a lot of adversity, some PSTD and traumatization that I've worked through to to get here. And I just have, I guess, a sensitive spot with that with others maybe going through something similar. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I, um, I hope that this helps people. Basically. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's something that you know where they've been so you can help them and really understand what kinds of things are valuable for them to move forward. Yeah, with, so. you know, you know, even through this process, I was like, Kelsey will tell you, I call her my spotty dotty, but like, I will sometimes <laughs> if I'm having a rough day, I will visualize these guys popping yeah. into my head. Sure. You know, as adult, adults, there's that whole movement of positive thinking and, um, you know, manifestation and change your thoughts. Um, and I think it's okay to have a bad day and feel feel those feelings, but to have a little bit of a tool to help it's kind of nice, you know, and I would literally, you know, if something was making me feel afraid, I was like, ah, oh, I'll just picture superhero Sammy. So it was actually like <laughs> picturing my own thought bubble, right. you know, but something about it made me smile and maybe it's my inner kids that, you know, but it was, it was really, a really neat process. So I feel like if I can do that as an adult, <laughs> like kids who are so imaginative, um, maybe they can do that too. Yeah, as I read the as I read the book, I was thinking, yeah, heck, I mean, kids, yeah, great, but I mean, there, there's some wonderful <laughs> things in here for all of us. So, yeah, Kelsey, are there any obstacles that you have have dealt with in having the impact that you want to have? I, I know you're, and I'd like to explore this a little further. That both of you have other businesses. So Carrie's mm -hmm. a graphic designer. Kelsey, you're a therapist and and teacher of coaches. Um, and this impact that you want to have with the book, how, how has, you know, moving through an obstacle, have you been able to do that in order to, to have the impact you have now? Oh yeah. And, and for me, I mean, whatever it is, you know, whether it's again, as a coach trainer or as a pediatric psychologist, whatever it is, I am so open to telling people, um, yes, I'm human too. And I have definitely gone through these things because I loved how you said, Ursula, that sometimes we can just see an image and think, oh, wow, they've got it all together. And I don't. And that's something that, you know, even in and of itself, you know, that comparison um, leads to us feeling 
less than, I think. And, um, and that's something that I talk about all the time. And let kids know and let the coaches know that I'm training that, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have had a great deal of success in my life, but I've also gone through, you have to get through things to get to that success. If all you're looking at is the endpoints, then you're missing like the journey in between. And it's in those like hard times that I think you find out who you are and you really find what your strength is. Um, and you have, again, like an opportunity to make a difference in somebody else's life, which has always been at the center of what I wanted to do. I knew ever since I was very young that I either wanted to be a teacher or a therapist, and I ended up being both. So, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I mean, I was really lucky as far as childhood. I kind of, um, people would uh, joke around saying I was sort of like the Marsha Brady because I, I did have a lovely family and they sheltered me probably a little bit too much from different things. But I think where my struggles came in was being an incredibly sensitive child um, and really like not understanding how that sensitivity could work as a strength because um, when you're a very, very sensitive child, I always thought that meant being sensitive to your own emotions. But I think as I've learned, um, as I've grown in, in my clinical self and understanding things a little bit more. It's really not that. It's being, it's more like what Carrie said. It's being sensitive to um, others' pain and others' feelings. And if you don't know how to manage that, it's like you're going into a room and you're taking on the feelings of like everyone that's in that room. And in order to manage that, you kind of probably have to disconnect from your own feelings a little bit. It's just, it can be very overwhelming. So um, unsurprisingly, that led to a lot of anxiety for me. So I had to learn how to like get that to work for me. And, and I, I've been successful in that. Um, but I, if I only had somebody that, you know, a long time ago could have said to me, Hey, this is actually going to be a strength for you. It would have made such a difference and it's okay because it's my journey and it needed to be exactly the way it is. But I love the fact that, you know, again, in these different areas, whether it's the book, the coach training, whatever it is, it's kind of all, it's all the same thing. I feel like I'm giving a voice to people that didn't, that didn't, you know, that don't have a voice and, um, you know, being able to kind of, uh, spare them from going through some of the difficult things that maybe they would have had to go through. So does that make sense, Ursula? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm, so uh, listening to you both and how you've moved through your own journey and now have come together to create this book, it just highlights for me the, the, how your collaboration has kind of come together to help you work on this project and, and have the impact that you want to have with readers and their parents. And what is it that makes this collaboration special do you think that has allowed you to to for it to work so well because i i think none of us really do the work that we do in the world truly alone we're all collaborating in one way or another and so to to kind of explore that a little further what is it about your collaboration that's been so effective and and special do you think well one of the things is that again we we've known each other since we were pretty much born. She grew up in the house behind me. And we've known and then the funny thing is in high school I moved away and her parent to another town and her parents moved to the same street in that town. <laughs> it's so funny. And we were best friends in high school. Um so that's kinda unique, you know, in and in itself. But, you know, I've known her for so long, I'm so comfortable with her. Um 
but I think you know I bring the graphic design uh, and and um, all well the creation of these the characters, but Kelsey with her background I think in, in pediatrics um, and and working with kids, she was able to understand a little bit more. I want to say. Um, how do I want to say the educated side of that or whatnot? I mean, even though Annequity was able to bring this, um, she kind of thought about the kids that maybe she works with and how it would help them, and um, and I just think that was that was really neat. Um, and then also the fact that one like had the story and she came in and and took the rhymes that I had created, but kind of just fine tuned them to be exactly what I wanted to be wanted them to be they weren't quite there yet mm -hmm. um, but I call her like this little angel that kind of just dropped in you know <laughs> and and just like just made it all come together and for that I'm, I'm so grateful and her pushing the characters further um, it's been an organic and just beautiful process and I call her my spotty dotty because she's just uh, sometimes <laughs> when you're working on something you can get overwhelmed but to have a partner there and one that's so positive <laughs> and kind of cheers you on has just made this whole thing really fun and exciting so uh, yesterday she was sending me edits and she's like what adjective you know that I have this one adjective but um, uh, maybe we can use something else to describe the ghost in the story. And I had fun looking at different things, and I chose uh, spooky ghost, and I emailed her that. I'm like, oh, I chose the word spooky, and she emails me back, like, that's awesome, I love it. You know, like, <laughs> this energy that just flows really well. Um, I, I don't even know what to call it. It's just, it's really, it's got a great flow. And I'm, It does. It's like synergy great. almost. It's like it was meant to be, and we didn't even know it was meant to be until it happened. Yeah. Which is yeah. the I think like the most fun, and you were talking about Ursula. What um, I totally mirror everything that that Carrie said. I think our story is so unique because we really did live by each other basically our whole lives up until college, and um, you know it's it's I think Carrie is Carrie and I are kind of very similar in the sense that we're very easygoing people, and it's so nice to have somebody that. Um, you know, you just trust, and I know that she's doing this for the right reasons. In fact, there were times, there was a, a moment a while ago that I said, this is going to be so great, like, remember me when you're famous, it's going to be amazing, <laughs> and she was like, she was like, okay, Kelsey, but let's be real, this is all about helping and I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Of course it's about helping the kids, but, you know, it's okay to also embrace, like, you know, the fact that you're going to be, you're amazing in the process, too, and I just love I just love her energy, and it energizes me. And she was saying that I she calls me her spotty daddy, which she does. We always kind of we'll go back and forth in emails, like, and I'll sign mine, um, you know, signed spotty daddy. And I'll also she I call her my adventurous Abby because she does all the things that I could never do. I mean, living in Nashville, North Carolina, hiking and doing all these wild, crazy things that. I am totally afraid of, and I would never be able to do. <laughs> so she's my adventurous Abby, and I'm her spotty dotty. And I think like this energy that you're hearing on the phone, or in the this interview rather, it has not been anything other than this the entire time. It's like giggles and happiness, and what can we do to continue to take it to the next level? And we've already got like the series planned out. We've got the next one. I mean, it's oh, yeah. so much fun. Um, it's just fun all the time. And what I also love is that we can be honest and real with each other. And, you know, the thing that, that Carrie wanted so badly to help these kids and create a voice, 
she, I think I've seen, um, I've seen that and her be able to be honest with me. And even the other day I said something and I wasn't intending to be hurtful or anything. I think I was just giggling at something that was reminding me of my own experience. And she was like, Hey, you know, please don't giggle. That is, that's upsetting to me. And it was so helpful to know that, you know, we can set boundaries with each other too and be honest. Um, and, and like that I think is going to continue to create this collaboration. That's, that's going to be awesome. So I can't wait to see, um, you know, a, a year from now, even where we are with this. Well, it, it's obvious from the way you're talking with each other that there is this flow of energy going and that it's, and there's also this clarity about, well, here's, here's what's true for me and being able to share that with each other and having you both respect it, I think is an important part of the collaboration as well as what I'm hearing from, from both of you. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, uh, and just for listeners, Spotty Dottie is the confidence poofa. <laughs> um, in case you were wondering, because Adventurous Abby is pretty clear, but um, Spotty Dottie's the, yeah. the confidence girl. So um, in, in this energetic exchange that you have and in always in the work that we do in the world, it's so easy to get it's so involved in it that you almost forget yourself in a way and forget the self-care that's necessary for you to continue to have impact to to continue to have the businesses that you have. Are there aspects of your self-care that you are, are really very rigorous about that you maintain as a way to keep your own energy going? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, I, um, I actually have an autoimmune disorder. And so for me, it's, it, it comes out in the form of a rash. And if I get stressed or if I don't take care of myself right, it starts poking its ugly head. So it's very important for me to have balance in my life. Um, some of the, I mean, I love exercising, eating healthy, and um, I find meditation just to quiet my mind is really important and surrounding myself with positive people. Um, and that's another reason why I think this book is flowing so well because Kelsey is very um, energetic and positive. Um, and so I've really kind of just been attracted to that. But yeah, just kind of making sure to take care of myself in those ways um, is very important. Yeah, self, and for me, you know, self-care is... Um, it is, it's crucial in everything that we do. I preach it all the time to the, the kids and the coaches that I work with. And um, <laughs> I always joke around because I think to myself, I think I even started this call with this. I'm either very good at self-care or very bad at self-care. I'm not sure which one. Because if you think about, um, you know, most people think that work is definitely not self-care. And and so if you are whatever you're clocking into, you need to make sure that you're balancing out with something else. And, you know, I think um, I think I've kind of come to this this point in my life where I recognize the reason why I love to work so much is not because I'm a workaholic and I'm distracting myself from things. It's because I am at the point where I've surrounded myself with things that I love to do. And, you know, I don't consider having worked on this book work. I mean, to me, this is like amazing self-care. I absolutely love it. It's so fun. It's so creative. And even the stuff that I'm doing in my coach training business, it's, a, I guess, you know, it's, it takes, it's a lot of work technically, but I love it. It's so cool because it's like, it's creating. And so for me, I'm a very creative person. I have to be able to create 
things. And so I think that partly I've surrounded myself with a technical work environment that is actually very much self-care. And I also um, realized that self-care for me, I've been doing it all along and didn't necessarily recognize that it's truly environmentally based. Like I, I had to go through a period a while ago where I sort of, you know, cleaned my closet with the people that were around me and made sure that it was the people that were near me were really giving to me and energizing me um, and, you know, making me feel like it, it, things are I'm moving in the right direction. And so I think like having that positivity is very, very important. So the people I surround myself with are self-care. The um, environment with the work that I do is self-care. And I love my cats. I have the most incredible home life because I have this awesome husband that is just wonderful and supportive and and constantly doing whatever, you know, there's a lot that um, a lot of time he hasn't gotten to spend with me lately because I'm focusing on all these things and he's just 100% supportive of it. And also my two cats are very supportive of it as well. Um, <laughs> couldn't do this without Domino and Winnie. They just, you know, <laughs> they love to be, to be by me and they give me whatever I need to. They also are very in, tuned in and sensitive. Um, you know, Domino is constantly uh, needing me and kind of giving me my massages that I probably should be getting. And Winnie just kind of co-teaches with me and is always there um, providing, you know, that, that sort of like soothing and she tells me to relax. And so I think that is, um, I think that I've just done that. I've gotten better at that because 10, 12, 15 years ago, I would have been horrible at self-care and just constantly giving, giving, giving and not able to receive. And I think like recently in my life, I've been much better at being able to receive. And that that's a skill, I think, especially for women, that's a skill to be able to learn how to receive. It is, absolutely. Is there I think one, Go ahead, one other Kim. quick important thing that I thought of as she was talking is that playtime. As adults, yes. we don't take time. And, you know, when working on something that's so creative like this, um, I have to remember to go out and get into nature, do something just to, to like I said in my bio, I like hiking and all that, just so I can almost set the reset button and come back refreshed and, and ready to go to be, you know, provide the best that I can. Yeah, and my reset button, it also shows that it's so different the way that we take care of ourselves. Just like I told you, she's very adventurous. She does those things. <laughs> to me, that would be very stressful. I can't do those things. I'm worried about bugs and all of that other stuff. So it's not self-care for me to be out in nature. But what self-care for me is um, another thing that that I do that that is, it's, it's really about like just re-energizing is watching silly um reality television. I love it. It's just, it takes no energy from me. It's, you know, just fun time. And um, I really enjoy seeing the characters that are on those shows. So that's one thing that I do for myself too. Yeah, it's a rejuvenation, reju rejuvenation thing. So yeah. Is, if you could offer another business owner some advice in, in one or two sentences about how can, how can, I positively affect my environment if they're asking themselves that either through a special project like this or through my business, what, what advice, what tidbit of advice would you offer to them? Um, I would say, you know, for me, it's, you know, I love creating. So finding that thing that you ultimately love and 
maybe combining it with something you might not expect you ever would do, like create a children's book. Um, you know, looking for different avenues of how you can use your talent um, and then provide impact or doing some, some good in the world would be my advice. Great. And Kelsey? Yeah, uh, even listening to Carrie, I can completely agree with that as far as creativity because, you know, if you think about some of the things that I told you I do, that's they don't look like very creative careers, but I thrive on creativity, so I have made them creative. Like, I have found the way to be creative and be an sort of like a mind artist, I guess, in the, um, the businesses that I work for. But I think also whenever I when you said, you know, what about one or two sentences? The first thing that pops out in my mind is always that my, my dad is truly my hero. I mean, he made everything out of nothing. I don't know how he did it. I probably could never do that. But he always said to me, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I always hold on to that. And I think I've truly made that into what I do and truly have manifested that in every single way which is why I, I, everything I do, I love. And he was right. That's, you know, I'm energized even though I work crazy hours. I do what I love to do. So therefore, I really don't think I ever have worked today in my life. <laughs> That's a great thing to be able to say. Uh, thank you, both of you, for joining us today. I so appreciate how your collaboration has so clearly brought you together in this very synergistic way. There's a an, um, a great flow of energy between you, and and um, and it's also um, a situation where you're both able to have the impact that you want to have, and and do other things as well. So, where where will the the book be available, and when? Okay, so September eighth, it will be published and available, and you can either buy it through poofas.com, which is p o o f a s. Dot com, or it will also be available on Amazon.com. Great. And the title is, the full title is? Poofins, Popping In to Lend a Hand. Great. Okay. And, and if people want to get in touch with you individually, what's the best way for them to reach you? Um, they, they can reach me by the website, poofins.com, or I have my personal website, which is carriebober.com. And that's uh, K-E-R-R-Y-B-O-B-E-R.com. Great. And Kelsey? my contact information there. Okay, great. Awesome. And I'm also on the poofas.com. Um, I have a bio over there, too. And you can, my uh, personal coaching business, you can reach me at www.consciouscoachingcollective.com. Great. Well, thank you again, both of you, for sharing this journey that you've gone through to create this book. And I think this the book is going to be an amazing gift to kids and their parents. So I really wish you a lot of success with it. I'm excited to see what happens with it and what's next for both of you. So thanks again for joining us today. So thank join you. So join us for more podcasts on impact. Subscribe to the Work Alchemy podcast channel on iTunes or Stitcher Radio so you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available. Thank you to everyone listening for being here. Until next time, to keep that positive flow of energy going in your business so you can have your own impact, join our community of entrepreneurs like you by entering your name and email at workalchemy.com.